buzzer. It's no good. Franchise history. League history. The Toronto Raptors are NBA champions. A city, a province, a country celebrates. The NBA championship is due north. The wow. Toronto Raptors win 114-110. The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerrard, but more importantly, the great Craig Bowler check. Hey, Bowler. Hey. What are you chuckling about over there? (laughs) I just... I I accidentally read my ode to Clay Thompson again. (laughs) And you got a chuckle on it. Did you hear my ode to Clay Thompson? No, I missed it. I've been out doing a little uh, just errands, and so I did not get a chance. Uh, There's two versions of it. There's uh, Scotty had to help me finish. I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with a parent, so he helped me finish. Then I've got another version where a listener helped me, but if you don't mind, because I think starting starting with Clay Thompson seems appropriate. Sure, let's do it. Ode to Clay Thompson by Hans Olsen, contributors Scotty Gerard, and 1280 Zone listeners. You play with heart, you hustle from the start. Pain is no problem if there is one you solve them. Your toughness is apparent. Mm-hmm. See, that's what hung me up. I like it. There's two versions. Here's Scotty's. You made, sorry, I'm sure you have a proud parent. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what else to... He got got stuck on a parent. Here's the listener. Your love of the game is inherent. Much better. Mm, Nice. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. And then I finished it up with this. You made me laugh, you made me cry, and I overate on popcorn. Oh, what's this? Oh, there's... (laughs) Scotty's got a contribution. Okay, so so I'm going to finish this lineup. You made me laugh... You made me cry, and I overate on popcorn. When I see you play, I give you a look of forlorn. <laughs> forlorn. I, couldn't, I couldn't think of what to uh, rhyme you with popcorn. Forlorn. That's so good. You make me forlorn. Uh, it didn't quite sound good. Did <laughs> I don't know, man. Scotty, there's one thing you can do, and that is put a rhyming word to it. I'm here word. for you. I'm here for you. you know, That's it's, my it's, ode it's, to the it's man. It's good. It's hey. good. It's it's a little teary eye. It's a little. It puts me in a little teary eyed mood. To be you've, honest with you, you've dealt with the ACLs. Oh yeah. Could you go out there and shoot a couple of free throws after? You know, I, I tell you, I think you can. You know what's bizarre? When my with the adrenaline, my flowing. leg. Yeah. When my leg went, um, I popped it back. Oh. Seriously, with the thigh pad, picked it up, and it just swung back into place. So it was semi dislocated, and then I got up and ran. Uh, up and down the sideline to see what was going on because they thought, well, it's got to be broken. And I said, no, no, look at this. It it went back in. <laughs> so, uh, but you know that's, what? That's the kind of toughness you get you're, from your play-by-play voice uh, right there. You're kind of going off an adrenaline rush, and then it kind of eases off a little bit. And I remember uh, just before making that final decision, if I'm going back, uh, I made a step and a turn, and then you know. So when you go yeah, lateral. Yeah, the uh, the knee was loose, and it felt like there was a, a bucket of gravel inside. Oh. Uh. So I'm sure when Clay got up, and I could tell the minute it happened, yep. that was going to be, uh, I, I bet he, if you asked him, I bet, he, I bet he heard pop, pop. That's what it is, pop, pop. And uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, he was, hey, you got if you're going to play again, got to come back and shoot some free throws. Okay, turns around. What did he tell Kerr? Give me a couple minutes. I'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. 
and then he uh, leaves on crutches. So he did hit the free throws, come out, try the free throws, and then off he goes. I, it's, I've never seen a team with such high-impact players that have gone through basically hell in 48 hours. Yeah. Think about if Donovan and Rudy went down in uh, back-to-back playoff games and the impact it would have had for the Jazz. Well, it's not like it's turf toe. Like no. these are no. Those are two of the the long longest term injuries that you can put he, out there. He's going to be two years away from being 100. percent He'll miss all of next year. I mean, he could come back talking in March. About or, Durant? No, no, I'm talking about Clay. March or April, he could come back, but I don't know if that point, if it's really worth bringing him back. So I'd, I'd sit him out the year. KD's definitely out oh, of year. You won't be the same for and, two. And, well, and, KD will never be the same. No. Like, like the Achilles, you don't come back from. You could hopefully be 80, 90%, but that might even be a bit of a reach. The last uh, Achilles rupture was uh, DeMarcus, Boogie. And by the way, Boogie does not look right. Uh, Wes Matthews, former jazz man. Yeah. Um, I forgot Kobe. Kobe. Obviously, Kobe. Uh, you know what? With Durant's style of play, I mean, he could stand out there on the perimeter uh, and just knock down threes if he has to change his career pattern somewhat. Uh, I don't think he's going to have the explosive drive that he once had because you know he doesn't have, you know, the calf basically just disappears even in rehab for most guys that I've seen. Memo comes to mind. You know, he his Achilles let loose on him after a, a calf strain in the playoffs against Denver. And uh, I've seen him, you know, in workout shorts and says, look at this. And it's amazing the difference uh, between calf once that Achilles pops and trying to rehab it back to uh, an explosive state the way that uh, Durant plays the game. You know what, for Clay, I'd say a surgery has come a long way. Uh, you know, the arthroscopic procedure, you know, the stem cells that they may uh, implant and, or inject, you know, I may give him a, a couple of months head start. Who knows? But it depends on the severity of the tear. If it was clean or shredded, uh, you know, we won't probably get to know all that information, but it would make a difference in recovery. We've only got a sample size of about 12 minutes of having them all on the court. Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph. And in that sample size, it sure felt like that team would have been unstoppable in this series. And Scotty asked the question, do we have to put an asterisk on this Toronto championship? You know, I... That will be discussed, right? It will, because also, is it a one-year borrow uh, of Kawhi Leonard, and is he take the exit in a quick plane to Los Angeles? So we will find out soon. MVP, uh, not once, but twice, East and West. Never has happened before in the NBA. Uh, what a special player, special team that was led by, obviously, um, Kawhi's play was outstanding. I mean, yeah. just solid throughout. But he had obviously he had some uh, terrific players that are role players that are high level role players, I should say. And Siakam came out of nowhere to just make himself a bundle of dough. Uh, Lowry solid and Van Fleet, you know, was was tough when asked upon. So I mean, it's a, it's a solid team, but led by one really terrific superstar. Uh, and whether or not he stays or goes, we're going to find out fairly soon. So I think this is kind of an interesting, you know, shift in in the power structure of the NBA because we had all been waiting, okay, when does Golden State, when does it start to taper down? And and we all felt like in the next two or three years, because we all assume Kevin Durant's going to leave, and I'm not sure what's going to happen there now. Uh, and then, of course, they'll probably re-sign Clay, but you know what? It, it's starting to slow down a little bit. Well, now it just shut off, at totally. least for next year. 
Golden State, I mean, Golden State will not have Durant and they won't have Clay Thompson for the majority of the year. So let's let's take Golden State out of the mix unless they do something weird in free agency, which I don't think they'll be able to do. You just lost over 50 points of offense. Yeah, you're done. In those two players. In fact, more than 50, 55. The way Durant can score at a 30 30 point clip and clay is obviously able to go for 30 and averages about what 22 24 so you lose some three-point ability and it's all the pressure lands on who steph curry yeah what do you do i'm just curious what does golden state do uh they just ride the wave uh are they going to pay money for durant is durant going to take up his three 31.8 million option if i'm durant i may in hands i talked about this yesterday i may think of re-signing because i can get that extra year and maybe Golden State, when you weren't thinking about re-signing, maybe when you have that injury and realize, okay, this is going to be my last big contract I get, maybe I should try to squeeze out that extra uh, year. He potentially hands his 32 by the time he gets back to even trying yeah. to think he's a Kevin Durant-style player. That's two years down the road. The other part of it, too, is do you – or does another team go out and actually buy Durant services f- for upwards to $80 million for a two-year – what process to get him back on the floor? I don't know if fans will buy into that. You know, I can't see a lot of Durant jerseys uh, up in New York being worn unless he's on the floor. But who knows what type of what the, the Knicks are desperate. Yeah. But just to have the hope of Durant there. But it changes basketball too, guys. I think it changes the way this whole summer is going to play out. It's going to impact uh, draft night six days away. Uh, you know what? Anthony Davis now all of a sudden becomes a centerpiece. Of, of probably the biggest name that's that's healthy out there, right? Yeah, yep. I mean, Conley and the Jazz, obviously that rumor persists. But the Anthony Davis uh, saga of whether he is traded out of New Orleans, and you know of two teams that obviously have made some mention is Boston and the Lakers. Uh, and I saw some – some. Uh, how about this? They've already got quick next-season favorites. yeah. The Jazz, I believe, are 20 to 1 odds and rank 13th in the NBA. The Lakers, in some of these uh, research uh, experts' opinion, Will uh, be the favorite for a title. Number one. How how can that be? Anthony Davis. You know, if that's if the Lakers trade the four pick, and they pull that off, <clears throat> wow, incredible. They're they're projecting. I think they're projecting Anthony Davis coming back with LeBron James that took his first year off the postseason in his career, and, I, and I'm wondering what he's going to look like with a little bit of rest. Yeah. When I, when I think about that guy, I mean, he played in he played in almost an extra season of basketball with all the extra games that he's played. Um, he's he's played in you, you can add up the games that's well over 82 games over this last four or five year stretch where he's been playing in the finals every year so a little bit of rest Anthony Davis comes in if they can add a piece then I think that they is Kyrie a possibility as well for the Lakers yeah yes I do if they trade for AD I think Kyrie that's why I think that's why I think the Lakers Didn't right Kyrie now Kyrie want to get away from LeBron well see remember he did but remember his comments in the middle of the year where he's like I I now I know what LeBron's going through. When they realize the stress, they realize the stress takes. and the issues he was going through. I have more respect for him now and Hans, because of I being the guy. And hands, I don't think really Kyrie and I think most of his teammates will agree if you pulled him right now uh, that he is not the leader or wants to be that type of a leader. And it and it showed yeah. there was a rebellion yeah, uh, on the court and in the locker room. And of course, then you started getting the. Uh, 
teacher's pet comments and Rogier's issues uh, with Kyrie and uh, well, Tatum wants out. Right? It was I a mean, mess. Yeah, yeah. Bos- is, is, is Tatum forcing a trade? Is that what I heard? Is he trying to? Uh, force I know Rogier said he did not. Want yeah, to Rogier return. said under the current roster, I'm not no, coming I'm not back. Coming back. Um, but you know, I look at you look at uh, the Lakers, and I think this is why Vegas has now put them as as you mentioned the odds to win an NBA title next year. I think they think they pull off the trade for AD and that Kyrie comes, and then all of a sudden here's your Lakers. But I think the 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 Western Conference right now is looking at this like it's like the old Wild West. Like, hey. It's up for grabs now. And now with a plethora of high-quality free agents about to hit the market, I think this is going to be really interesting because I think teams are now realizing that we can pay everybody the same. Like, nobody can pay more than another team in free agency outside of the team that owns their bird rights. But what we can do, though, is try to maybe acquire somebody else to make our team more appealing to a free agent so that we can lure him to come play for us. So that's why I think trade or draft night is going to be really interesting. You know, I get asked this question all the time. I'm sure you guys do as well. But uh, how enticing is Donovan Mitchell, Gobert, and Quinn Snyder in this mix when you discuss free agency? I mean, that's something that, you know, you look back and you think, okay, yeah, if you're a young player and you want to take a team, be a part of a team that should be on a quick rise to the top with one or two more pieces then why not go ahead and, and take that that opportunity? Yeah. I mean, Donovan's well-respected, right? I yep. mean, Rudy's possibly going to be a two-time defensive player of the year. Doesn't demand the ball. And you know what? You get a point guard in here that can run the show um, because obviously the Ricky Rubio era seems to have come and gone. Uh, but the next step is obviously in the hands of what uh, the Jazz front office is going to do. I want to throw this question at, at both of you guys because I think you've got a little more experience in in working with and talking about and evaluating and being a part of Jazz trades and all trade rumors. Have you guys ever seen big pub or massive hype for a, an individual potentially signing with the Jazz and then it, in free agency or, or otherwise in a, in a trade or some type of movement, and it actually happened? Uh, that would be most likely a no. And, Scotty, you know what I'm talking about. Because yeah, yeah. right now, D'Angelo Russell and Tobias Harris. Conley. And, and Mike Conley. Those names are just boom. And, and in my experience of 12 years of doing this, I, I can't remember of a name that everybody's excited about and talking about. And sure enough, like even like Al Jefferson and, and some of those moves. Memo. M- Memo. Boozer, Boozer was a guy that just, you know. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Like it wasn't talked about no, at no, all, no, was No, it? not at all. No, most of the time the Jazz work this way. They don't put players' names into the press. Uh, and that's one reason why Ricky was upset during uh, after the All-Star break because his name, along with Favors, was tied into the Conley trade, remember? So um, the Jazz have always been careful not to step over that boundary, which I do respect because it can Im- impact a player and the way that he's going to approach uh, his job and, and the, his workplace in the locker room. Uh, but, Scotty, I tell you what, going back, those 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 names we just ran off, Memo and Booze just kind of came out of nowhere. Last year, probably the hot name was delivered by Donovan himself, who said he was trying to recruit Paul George. Yeah. And, of course, George stayed in OKC. But no, it's it's usually been done uh, with second-tiered players as a group, 
and the Jazz have some. There, there's a Patrick Beverly out there. There's a Goran Dragic. That name has popped up. You know, there there are names that can help this team surrounded with Donovan and and Rudy. But I know the hunger, the thirst for this fan base is to actually have what they call the big three to add one more yeah. piece to Donovan and Gobert. You need one more dynamic score. You know, you need a dynamic score on this team. And I and I don't think it's going to be anybody that we're talking about. That's that's usually like when a name pops up and just like, well, there goes that. I remember uh, I remember you and Gordon one year we were talking. It was that summer that oh, who was the guy that? Uh, oh crap, I can't remember his name now. Played at Cincinnati, had the lip tattoo. Kenyon Martin. Oh, Kenyon Martin. Yeah, he was up. He he made a trip in here, and we were thinking, is that going to be the guy? He ends up signing with Denver, and I think that was the summer the Boozer came out of nowhere. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know what this comes down to, Hans and Scott, Scotty, too, is that uh, how aggressive the Jazz are financially and how, how financially uh, aggressive the Miller family wants to be. Because that's the one thing. You know, when you looked at the salary uh, cap of the Warriors is $300 million, And the Jazz have about, what, $100 million plus a little bit to yeah. spend? You know, do you, how, how much over that into the luxury tax do you go because you also have to remember two guys are going to be paid soon. And the big decision, and Hans, you brought this up a few weeks ago, the Gobert factor. Uh, is he totally a super max guy? Yeah. And that has to be really picked apart and, and, Being really, a premier defender. and, and look at it. Because, again, unless his offensive game uh, improves at a, at a high, high level with another shot besides the roll of the rim, then you have to start to debate that mm-hmm. a little bit. So, Where do you want to spend the mo- yeah, majority of your and, money? And that's where a lot of teams are. You've got to make some tough decisions. The Warriors, before these injuries, they had to make a decision on Clay Thompson, right? And Clay was rumored that he was a little unsettled yeah. with the Warriors and was tired of being the third wheel uh, in that mix. And Durant was already on his way to New York. So, I, I, you know, it's really a tough situation for GMs to be in. Uh, the aggressive nature, and obviously money speaks, but uh, you know, I think the Jazz, and I, I try not to look through it through rose-colored glasses, but, you know, this is a destination. I think this could and should be a destination point with the two guys we just mentioned and a head coach that I know is well-respected in the NBA and the facilities the Jazz offer hands. You know how important that is to a pro athlete? Yeah, extremely. Yeah, extremely important. And they've got it all. They've got it all. I mean, the Zions Bank basketball campus is as good as it gets. Well, and, and it was done because they know there's a lot of things they can't compete with. So let's make player luxury something that we're number one at, mm-hmm. and which I think was insanely smart on their part. Bowler, always a pleasure. Pleasure, guys. Thanks for uh, letting me stop by. You know I, what? I was stopping by and had a thing or two to do, but it's good to drop in. We need to do this more often. Open invitation, man. We'd love to have you. Well, you know, in the summertime, um, if I'm not mowing – i got to do radio, I guess. <laughs> you come on by. I mean, there's only so many yards you can Let's, mow. Well, I mean, you got a few, though. Do. I got I got the, the mower up and running, though. Got a new blade. Really? It cuts like a gem. Oh, there's nothing better than a... You, do you bag? No. You mulch, huh? Uh-huh. I mulch it. So you got a new mulcher blade. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I kind of go back and forth a little bit. Yeah, on the on the home, I, I bag it, but up yeah. Up that's the thing. If I, I got people, if I want, if I got people coming over, you want to, yeah, I got to look good. You don't want to have kids rolling over and get, cut grass, yeah. blo- you know, bring it no in doubt. the house. Yeah. All right, ninety-seven five twelve eighty the zone. That's the great Craig Buller, Jack. This is 97.5, 1280 the zone.